Hello, everyone. Kara Olker here, intuitive health coach and founder of Deep and Roots Health Coaching. I host my own podcast called Deep and Roots Podcast, and I do it all from Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it truly is the easiest way to make a podcast. And here's why. First off, it's free. Who doesn't love to be able to do things for free? And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. By the way, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Pretty sweet, eh? It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. I personally love using Anchor to record and upload my podcast episodes. I get to choose my own intro and outro music. In case you were wondering, it's Tropics in the Beats section. And it's very user-friendly for this millennial who can't technology at all. (laughs) It's one and done. Then I schedule my episodes to publish whenever I want them published. For me, I schedule to publish every Friday because... Who doesn't love Fridays? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello there. You are listening to Deep and Roots Podcast. My name is Kara Olker, certified health coach and founder of Deep and Roots Health Coaching. You can check out the services I offer on www.deepenroots.com. And you can also find me on Facebook under Deep and Roots Health Coaching and Instagram under Kara underscore the underscore health underscore coach. Deep and Roots podcast has been created to give listeners an inside look into my health coaching business, specifically my one-on-one 90-day program, which helps my clients establish habits that serve them in developing intuition around their thoughts and gut health. I use science and logic, and I also use the power of thoughts, feelings, and intuition. Trusting your gut is not an option in my world. So let's get started. Welcome to episode six. Self-sabotage. We all do it. We all have fears that gnaw at us until we act in a way that holds us back or sets us up for failure. It's human nature. Even successful public and political figures have engaged in self-sabotage in their lifetimes. It all revolves around five common emotions that are bound to come up, and they are shame, guilt, disappointment, fear, and embarrassment. It's the human experience to be able to feel all emotions, even the negative ones. When these feelings come up, it's important to allow them to have a seat at the table. To recognize these feelings exist, but they do not own you. Oftentimes, however, we either stuff these feelings so that they get big enough to the point they consume us, or we just run away until these feelings chase us and then consume us. And with no other action plan aside from pushing through, and really, Perseverance is important and a great tool to have, but it doesn't come from stuffing your emotions. 
It actually comes from facing your emotions head on and addressing them from a place where you feel worthy and strong enough to come out better on the other side. Stuffing negative emotions or running away from them will only intensify these feelings and sabotage the abundance you're pursuing in your life. So let's say you have a health goal of losing 35 pounds. Your joints hurt a bit, you look and feel bloated, you're out of breath more easily, and your energy is down the drain most days. You don't want to be skinny or have a swimsuit bod, you just want to feel better. You feel pretty determined to lose the weight for yourself because you find value in losing this weight and you don't want to be like everyone else in your family. Overweight, sedentary, with various health problems, and relying on junk foods and prepackaged foods for nutrition. No one told you to lose the weight but yourself, so you're ready to go. You start walking a couple of miles a day, and this turns into you adding on some jogging during your two-mile walk. You've also put yourself on a balanced diet of proteins, fats, and carbs to help accelerate the weight loss. Everything is going well the first couple of weeks as you're dropping 10 pounds already. You go to a socially distanced family get-together, hoping to hear everyone is as excited as you are, and they instead are far from it, and they don't really give you the support you were looking for. You were fine the way you were before. Why do you feel you have to change? You have low self-esteem, don't you? You want to look good for the opposite sex, right? There's nothing wrong with a little extra around the middle. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Don't let it get to your head and start thinking you're better than everyone after you lose your weight. I mean, yeah, yeah, these people are your family. You feel as though they know what you need better than what you do. And so all your excitement has been deflated. You feel shame and embarrassment for being exposed as developing a different lifestyle from your family. And suddenly the feelings of unworthiness and shame from when you were a child floods back to you always feeling different from your family, different thoughts, beliefs, way of living. And you never really felt accepted and good enough by them. You definitely don't feel accepted and good enough now. So you excuse yourself from the get together and you order food from your favorite restaurant that you know is going to upset your stomach and a bottle of wine while you're at it to eat at home and in silence. Or let's say you have a supportive family. You go to that get-together. They're excited for you, but you've always doubted yourself. You never felt worthy compared to your siblings who seem to excel at everything. You're shy in nature, and you're a natural caregiver as well, always making sure other people had room to shine ahead of you. You finally want to lose those 35 pounds for you, And you suddenly feel guilty for wanting to change because in your mind, if you changed, lost the weight and felt healthy and healthier in general, you just know that somehow you'd be less of a person to others. So you stop before you get any further away from that person you're used to being 
because the risk of not becoming the person you've always felt you were is far greater than actually going for it and become that person you've always felt you were. What's happening here in both instances is that, as stated in my previous episodes, the brain the brain either reacts in a sympathetic, which is a fight, flight, or free state, or it reacts in a parasympathetic state, which is rest and digest. The easiest reaction for your brain to handle is to go into fight, flight, or freeze mode because this is how we as humans have survived. And your brain also likes to feel soothed once in a fear state. Almost like when the AC kicks on after your house or apartment hits a certain temperature on a hot summer day. This combination is the perfect storm for self-sabotage and that you feel attached by the shame, embarrassment, or guilt you feel for making a change for yourself, no matter the circumstance. This change is different, so you feel like an imposter. And really, shame, guilt, and embarrassment are touchy feelings for you that you rarely address for yourself. So your brain is like, I got you. We can get through this together. Why don't you just go get all those delicious foods you love to eat to make yourself feel better? Or stop while you're ahead so you don't get hurt. That was a close call. So while you're self-soothing at home with the kinds of food you pitched from your home to start your healthy style weeks ago, you put away your running shoes and you start thinking, this is too hard. I'm an imposter. Who do I think I am? I'm just being selfish. I'm fine the way I am. Your quest for a healthy lifestyle has been stalled for now because you let shame, embarrassment, and guilt get the best of you and fuel your fear state of mind. And to be honest, it can be so easy to get off track from your health goals. But what if enough is enough and you're tired of your own bullshit? Well, there are three steps to help propel yourself out of a fear state of mind and get into a relaxed state of mind where you are worthy and any thoughts and feelings that don't serve you can go take a hike. The first step for when enough is enough is to speak your truth. And I don't mean telling yourself, I'm not as attractive as every, everyone else is. I'm chubby, unemployed, and nobody loves me. Or I'll never be as successful as my siblings in my field. As long as I stay away from gluten, I'll be fine. Or I'll never be a professional athlete, so I don't have to take my health goals that seriously. And talking about that cold, hard, objective fact-finding of what your body is telling you. Do you feel any physical tightness? Maybe your joints hurt. You barely have energy throughout the day. You can't sleep. You listen to everyone but yourself. And your body is telling you that you need to change your habits or it won't be able to support you the way you need it to. Then, after you have the facts, look at the lies you tell yourself. That you're not enough. 
that you deserve to be verbally abused by your partner or spouse because they love you, that you need to take care of everyone but yourself. How does this feel? Do you notice your body tensing up any even more? Where? Does it make your stomach turn? Do you want to vomit? Does your chest, back, or head suddenly hurt? Do you suddenly feel at a loss for breath? Feel these lies you've told yourself for years. Allow it to sit at the table with you and not consume you. Then look within to find these truths. You are enough. You deserve love that feels like love. You need to move and live in the way that supports your dreams for yourself and the ones you love, or you won't be able to achieve anything. You have the right to allow what serves you in your life and cast out what doesn't serve you. So find these truths within yourself and sit with them until you allow them to have a seat at the table. Then allow these truths to consume you. Because after all, these are not fears, but rather thoughts that will give you rest, ease, and focus, perseverance, abundance. The second step for when enough is enough is forgiveness. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. Forgive any and all situations that have ever put you in a state of fear. Forgive the hurtful lies you tell yourself that hold you back. By all means, however, never, and I mean never, forget. Just forgive. Because we're cultivating a state of abundance, and you can't do that when shame, guilt, embarrassment, disappointment, fear, and even anger are taking hold of you like weeds in the very garden you're trying to grow your flowers. The third step is to give thanks. Give thanks to yourself for doing what your mind felt it needed to do all these years to protect itself. You've been doing the best you can for so long, but now you have some new tools you want to try that will serve you. So you've got to put those old tools away after you give thanks. Give thanks to the tough relationships you've had to let go and are in the process of letting go. They don't serve you either. And you're no longer the person that will give them what they need. Give thanks for all the times you tried something innate dirt. You tried. It didn't work. So now you're trying it again. Only this time from a place of love and abundance. And give yourself thanks now as you're thinking, feeling, and acting from a place of love and abundance. It's new for you, and you're so incredibly brave for giving it a go. And really, you may just fall on your face a few times because this whole living abundantly thing is super foreign and your past can have a vice grip on you at all times. Just know you can start back up with the steps one through three for when you've had enough. Or you can apply it to other things in your life that you've had enough of. Go buy it honestly and with an abundance mindset. And before you know it, days will have passed and you'll realize your journey has happened just the way it's needed to. So whether you're losing weight, wanting to eat healthier, healing your body from autoimmune disease, getting physically strong, managing anxiety, 
or all of the above, when enough is enough, it's your body telling you a life of abundance is due. Sometimes it just takes some time for your brain to accept it and follow. Regardless, think of this change as something that serves you because you owe yourself that healthy fighting chance and opportunity to see all your beauty and not be haunted by your scars. The more abundance and love you bring in your own life, the more you can provide it to others in your life who love and support you through and through. My podcasts are going to continue to release every week, and I'm going to continue to cover elements of my one-on-one 90-day program that is founded on the concepts of acting out of fear versus abundance and what serves you. I also encourage you to reach out and let me know what else you'd like me to talk about. What moves you? What speaks to you? What serves you? Also, don't be shy please visit me at www.deepandroots.com for more details on my health coaching business and the coaching services I offer. I'm also on Facebook under Deepened Roots Health Coaching and Kara underscore the underscore health underscore coach on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next time. Bye.